the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Free Show, and I'm very thankful to be with you today. Every week when I am thinking about what God wants me to, you know, share with you, what, what, what is the message he wants for me to deliver? We need to be asking ourselves that question when we get up in the morning after we give him thanks and just real, realize and remember just who he is. And when we really think about who he is, it's very difficult for us to not feel protected, guarded, um, you know, on the right side, victorious in Jesus' name. So today, uh, when I was thinking about that, praying about it, um, what came to mind was Isaiah and Isaiah 41, and I want to share it with you. Um, I don't know about you, but when I'm reading in my Bible, um, I've had the same Bible for a very long time, and it's tattered and torn, and I, I just feel at home when I'm reading in my Bible. And there has been people that have given me other Bibles that have bigger words, bigger letters, so that it's easier for me to see. Um, but, but when I have the underlining or I have a little star and I have a date next to it with a remembrance of where I was at that point in time when I read the scripture a long time ago, some of you are going to know what I'm talking about and others aren't going to know yet, but maybe this is your future. Maybe it's something that, um, you can look forward to in the future, but I'm, I'm looking at something that I had put an arrow and a star and I, I wrote a little something on the side margin about what was going on um, when this really hit home for me. And it was in, it was my birthday and it was in 1988. Okay. So that was quite a while ago. And uh, here's what I underlined. And I think right now it has a new meaning. It had a meaning then, but as we, uh, you know, peel, as the Lord has allowed to peel off our layers It's when we can dig deeper into what his word is saying. And we have a new understanding as we dig deeper. So right now, uh, no matter where you are in your life, I think this is going to help you, encourage you. So here we are, Isaiah 41, and it's uh, right after, it's Isaiah 2, 28. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. 
Now, you know, with wings, you know, on soar on wings like eagles, we see that on a lot of things, especially eagles. And um, it has a lot of meaning to it because even when we're weary, even when we're tired, the Lord is saying, I will give you strength. And he'll increase the power to the weak. And I don't know about you, but I, I needed to hear that. And it, it speaks to me and my soul. You know, every one of us is fighting a battle. Every one of us has circumstances and, and you know, things that are going on in their lives. I have an employee right now who just got some really, really, really bad news and a stage four cancer. And, you know, it's like, what do you say? What do you do? What can you do to help? Um, And then the thought was, is that, you know, you embrace the moments you have here on this earth. You embrace those people that mean the most to you. You tell those people what you really want them to remember. And you hold on to those special, special moments. And it's a reminder for each one of us that we don't have a promise of tomorrow. We don't have a promise for our next minute. So all we have is right now. It doesn't mean not plan for the future. It just means we need to live for today. We need to understand that, you know, if you're feeling something towards somebody, isn't it better to just speak it? Isn't it better to let people know how you're feeling or what you're thinking about them? I, ha- I had an, an interchange today with a person that I've been doing business with a very long time. And I told him, I said, he's one of, you know, my most trusted people. He's a friend and he's a business associate. And we were talking about how um, you can have a lot of friends. You can have quantity or you could have quality. And for me, I'm choosing quality. And I'm choosing my friends wisely. And I've, I've really coached my children to choose their friends wisely. Because who you hang around with is who you will become. They, they will, they will, their whole being, their thinking, their everything is going to rub off on you. So you want to choose. Don't let them choose you. You choose who those, those that you're going to hang around with. So I have another friend, and I've mentioned him before. His name is Bill. And he is, um, reached out and asked me if I would like to um, be in a 21 days of prayer and so last night was the first night of watching this video, and and it's by yourself. You know, you're 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 uh, in the presence of the Lord, but um, the pastor and whoever he has with him, they're they're going through this process of drawing nearer to the Lord, and it starts with uh, understanding who the Lord is, and it's really important that we understand because when we understand the power and we understand the bigness we understand the magnitude of and the sovereignty of the lord it helps us understand that we're not walking alone that we're not in this situation alone that we have the lord to lean on and that he will be there and he'll never leave us nor forsake us so isaiah 61 is the prayer um that is being prayed over me and over many people and I want to read that to you right now. And Lydia was kind enough to, to um, enlarge the print here to make it easier for me. So thank you, Lydia. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And the day of vengeance 
of our God to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. Can you think of some places that we've watched get torched and burned down and you just wonder what's going, what's happening next? They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Aliens will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards, and you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations. I find that to be so good, especially the very first part. And I want to read that again because I want you to take this in. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me, meaning it's on you. Because the Lord has anointed you to preach good news to the poor, he has sent you to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That's for each and every one of us. Do you realize that? That's for you. It's for you that we are called. We are called to set ourselves apart. We are called to do God's work. And how do we do that? How do we do that? We have to understand who he is. And then we have to understand who we are. Who are you? That's such a good question. I've asked the Lord, who am I? Who am I really and why am I here? Have you ever asked the Lord that? Why am I here, God? It's got to be more than whatever. There's got to be something more for me. There's got to be something more that you want me to do. There's got to be something more you've prepared or you've purposed for my life than what I'm doing now. I have some people that are very close to me, and I feel like they still haven't figured that out. They still haven't figured out what God wants for their lives. And I just see wandering and still, you know, just wandering. And I don't think God really wants us to wander. He wants us to be intentional with our everything. He wants us to be intentional. And to be intentional means that you have to understand his will for your life so that you can accordingly, you know, you can act accordingly. You can be that person. And listen, no matter how hard we try, no matter how hard you try to do everything right, Cut yourself some slack because you're going to fail. You're going to do things wrong. You know, you're not, you are going to do that. I, I'm cutting myself some slack because I'm going to fall short of the glory of God. We all do. He says it in the Bible. But he also says that his grace is sufficient and that he will forgive us. He just wants us to get back up and get back on. So when we astray, we go astray or we, we um, you know, take the wrong turn it's okay. Understand it's okay. So that's that message for today. Uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in with us. And I don't believe it's a coincidence. I believe that coincidence is when God decides to stay anonymous. And um, there's a reason. There's a reason why you found this station. It's a reason why you found Sue Free's show. And um, I want to do a shout out to Randy right now. I just received another letter from you. 
I have to say that some of the letters you've written, I've, uh, I haven't been able to read them all. And I, I, put, I have them in an envelope, and I just haven't opened them and taken the time to just sit down and, and read them. But you said it was okay to mention you, so I'm mentioning you. And uh, you're not having an easy time, and I'm going to be praying for you. Um, he's in prison, Randy is, and he didn't do anything. Um, well, he did something, you know, drugs were involved. And there's a lot of COVID outbreak going on where he is. And so they've got them on shutdown and, and um, they even can't take a shower like on a regular basis. And I just think that's, that's terrible. I mean, I just can't even imagine. I remember when I had surgery on my leg. And, you know, you've got stitches and all that stuff going on. And, you know, the doctor says, we don't want you to get that leg wet. And it's kind of hard to take a shower um, standing up. The water's going to go down. And, you know, you sit down and you still have issues. But, you know, I could not wait. And the time I can remember so vividly, the first time I got to take a shower after I couldn't take a shower. And just how much I appreciated that warm water hitting my head and taking, you know, washing my hair and just feeling that water and just, oh, my word, I had taken for granted a simple thing like a shower. And uh, I love my showers, and I think most people do. So um, my heart goes out to you on that, Randy. And this COVID thing is, it's awful. It really is awful. Um. I'm watching a show. Uh, it's called um, Madam Secretary on Netflix. And yes, I am watching this show. And it's it's so good. I really like it. Um, there's so much I like about it. And I like the family, the way they deal with their children and how their marriage is. And it's real life, but yet it's just so amazing. I mean, it's how I think marriage should be. And it's it's giving us a, a glimpse of what it could be if we were so honest and, you know, living a life of integrity and not letting things hang over just the way they handle things. And there's a lot of busyness going on in their White House uh, time. And a lot of the things that are showing on the show are things that we are experiencing firsthand. And it's amazing um, because this was shot before, you know, it was filmed before uh, what has happened is happening. And so it's almost like they it's a precursor of, of this situation. And it's, it's amazing. Um, the whole situation. Anyway, I'm just, I'm giving you a little bit of my personal life now of, yes, it's true. I do veg out sometimes and just watch a little bit of Netflix. And, um, it's really kind of refreshing to see there's no foul language. There's everything is, um, I don't know, just the way I feel comfortable (laughs) on how things are ran and, um, the way I'd like to see the world ran, um, it just is, it's good. So I recommend it highly, um, for anybody that would like to check that out. I think it's really good. One of the things on there is they were going to impeach her. Imagine that they were going to impeach her. They were trying their best to do a witch hunt and impeach her. And she said to her staff and to her husband, you know, they say that you can do more good in one day in the white house than you can do in whatever she said, like years and uh, she says, so what I want to do is I write, I want to write a bucket list of all the things that I would like to, to fix before I get out of office. I mean, if I'm going to be kicked out, I might as well do all I can to, to do the best I can. And isn't that a great attitude for all of us to have, whether we're the president or not? Um, if we can do our best and do the most we can do with each given day. I mean, that just kind of got my, my, my uh, energy going. And I thought to myself, and maybe you should do this too, is that we've got... 2020 really put this gray cloud over us. It really put this 
um, just this, um, I don't know, it kind of put a halt on our dreams, kind of put a halt on our goals. We're just trying to, we're in survival mode. It's almost like we're, we're just trying to get through another day. And I think that it's time for us to shake ourselves up a little bit, take that shower, wash out all that sickness and all that icky stuff that's hanging on us. Let's just wash it off like the rain did. The rain washed the, the air clean, and it was just, oh, my goodness, it felt so good to have that that pouring down rain, even though I have three ro- leaky roofs. Um, side note. But um, it, it just felt so good to have that rain just clean the air. And we need that air clean, don't we? And maybe we just need to get in that shower, wash everything off, and start anew today. And, and let's get a piece of paper out or use our computer or our, our phones, and let's make ourselves a bucket list of the things that we'd like to accomplish this year in 2021, things that we want to do. You know, and, and don't don't hold back. Like she was saying, she goes, is that too big? You know, somebody put something out there like, I don't remember what it was, but um, he says, well, you know, gun control or something, is that just too big? And she goes, heck no, put it on there. No harm in putting it on. So, so don't hold back on this bucket list. Don't hold back anything that you think. Don't think about money. Don't think about time right now. Just make yourself a bucket list. I would love for you to share that with me. And how you would do that is go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. I'd love for you to go there and share your bucket list with me. And I'm going to do this. Um, it was last night's show, and I, I just haven't done it yet, but I'm definitely going to do it. I'm going to write a bucket list of places I want to go see, uh, things that I want to do. And I'm not going to let things hold me back. I'm just going to get her done. Now, on a side note like that, I was, I was talking to my assistant today when we were talking about the show, and I was saying, you know, this last weekend, um, my daughter had COVID, and my daughter is four months pregnant. She's also breastfeeding her less than one-year-old baby. So here she is. She's taking care of three, and she's sick with COVID. And she can't have help because she doesn't want to infect anyone else. So she took on this this burden, and she wouldn't let me come over. It was three weeks of me not seeing my little granddaughter and three weeks of me not seeing, well, either one of my girls. Now, Mark, her husband, has been a saint. He's amazing. He's my son in love, and I just adore him, and he takes the best of care of both my daughter and my granddaughter, and I'm so forever grateful for him. He's just a one-of-a-kind, amazing man, and I'm so thankful that they found each other. Anyway, um, this last weekend, I spent my whole weekend being at the house with them, and I was telling Lydia, I was saying, uh, Saturday, I was there at eight, at ten o'clock, and I left at seven or something. And it was an eight or a nine hour day. I was exhausted. I have to admit, I was so exhausted. That's why mothers are younger, and grandmothers are not as young. Um, but I just felt so tired, and I felt like I wasn't. I didn't have a to do list. I didn't have any. I didn't get anything done. Not anything. And it was the best spent time I could have spent, just sitting on the floor with my little granddaughter. And videotaping her, I almost ran out of video. I mean, um, I was videotaping her and talking. She just talks her own language and points everywhere. And she's crawling now. And I was trying to help her, like, feel what it felt like to walk, put her in the little walker. Anyway, and fed her and burped her and changed her and all the things you do when you have a little baby. And I just look at her in awe. And she's got her whole world in front of her. She's got her whole life in front of her. And she's going to be raised a godly young lady, just like her daughter, her, her mommy was, my daughter was. 
And um, I'm just, I'm very excited to see what God does in her life. She loves music. She always bops her head whenever she hears any music. She's just the most delightful young little girl there is. And I know every grandmother out there and grandpa too is probably smiling right now saying, yep, we totally get it. We totally understand what you're saying right now. But when you think about all the things that you could be doing, you could be traveling anywhere, you could be doing anything, all those things are very exciting and we need those to keep things spurring and everything. But then I've got my my um, young lady that um, has stage four cancer. And when you think about where she is, and I'm thinking the thing that's most important for her is her health and those that are closest to her, you know, to love on them and to have them love on her and to just that time of being together, kind of like I am with my granddaughter under different circumstances, but appreciating every breath, every moment, being totally present is the best present you can give. Being totally present. As a mom, I can say that I, I did my duty and I was there and I was there for my kids. I was there to drop them off at school every day and pick them up every day at school. But I was working. I, I was running a business. And I can honestly say that I had to balance my life. And I could say because I was running a business and had all those responsibilities that there were times when I wasn't as available because I had these heavy things on me. And, you know, do I want to change anything? Not really. I think we did all right. But I can honestly say, looking back, that this time being a grandma and having those special moments and that special seven hours, and then the next day I came back again for more. (laughs) And I just loved it. And listen, there's just nothing like that. There's nothing like that. Is, is just time together. So for those of you that go to dinner when we can go to dinner and your husband and wife or you're dating or your parents, you know, your, your parents and you're with your children, put your phones down. Put your phones down. Be present. I have a friend of mine who has this box. It's a cool little box, but when people come to visit her, she has the box at the front door. She greets everybody at the front door, and she says, put your phone in here. And she says, that's the rule in this house, is that the phones go in this box, and you're not going to be distracted, and we're going to have some real real special time. That works for some, not for others. I'm not saying that's going to be right for everybody, but it's just a thought process that maybe we could do things differently. Maybe we could have time where there's no phones. You know, put them on the chargers on silent and let them be over there and have family dinner or, you know, whatever. And talk about your day. Talk about what was important for your day. Talk about your highs, your lows. We used to do that at dinner time. We'd say, what was your high? What was your low? And it's amazing what you find out about what's going on in everybody's lives around that dinner table. And the dinner table is a very, very important time. Very important time. I highly recommend that you have dinner. Eat a meal together. It pulls people together. Think about holidays. What do you do on holidays? You have Christmas dinner. You have Thanksgiving dinner. You have Easter dinner. It's important to have those dinners. And uh, Blue Bloods is a TV show I like with Tom Selleck, and some of you know what I'm talking about. But they, they have dinner, and, they, and they, um, they go around the table, and they pray together, and they talk about their day. And, and it's multi-generational. They've got grandpa. They've got dad. They've got the kids and their kids. So there's four generations at the table, and it's every Sunday night. Man, if we could accomplish that, that would be an amazing thing. Once a week doing that would be great. 
So um, we're going to come back after this brief break, and I'm hoping that you have your paper out. I hope you're writing your bucket list and share that with me, and we'll see you right on the other side of this brief break. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite Pest Control, but you can call me the Termite Lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. E. Cola, 877-332-BUGS, termitelady.com. What would you do if your two-year-old child simply stopped breathing? The day businesswoman and author Sue Freeze discovered her son had developed life-threatening asthma, her life changed forever, sending her on a path of learning, discovery, and environmental activism. Sue's book, Learning to Breathe, chronicles her amazing life-and-death battle for her son Tyson's life, a how-to manual for parents of children with asthma, revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion, Learning to Breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to SueFreeze.com. That's SueFreeze.com. SueFreeze.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services, for sponsoring this show. You know, we've been on this show for 11 years, and um, we are syndicated. We're in San Diego. Thank you, San Diegans, for listening to the show on uh, KPraise, KPraise, KPRZ. Um, For Ventura, the Venturians, thank you for listening there on The Word, KDAR, 98.3, I think. It's 98.6 or 98.3, one of those. Check it out, FM. And then we've got KKLA, of course, which is where I'm sitting in the studio right now. KKLA is 99.5 FM. And that's Orange County, um, L.A., San Bernardino, Riverside. And also, um, you know, um, in Minifee and, and San Bernardino, Riverside, out that way, um, K-Praise is found at 4 o'clock. So wherever you're listening and KUHL, thank you up in Santa Maria. Thank you for listening there on your secular station. I just so appreciate each and every one of you listening today. And I would love it very much if you could share this show. If this has helped you, if you can think of somebody that it might encourage or inspire or shake up a little bit, that's always good too. Um, just share the show with them. I have a very broad audience. I have different ages, and I'm always surprised when I have someone reach out and I'm I'm thinking, wow. I mean, I'm thinking I'm, thinking I'm talking to women a lot, but I'm finding that I have a lot of men listeners. So thank you, men out there, for listening 
And, you know, all of us can use all the help we can get. This thing called relationships, you know, um, just getting through relationships and being a good relational person, you know. Um, I think that the best thing, one of the best things I've learned in my years, and I still haven't got this conquered, is that when you are with somebody, express your delight in them, celebrate them, let them know how they make you feel. It's really important because people don't care about anything else. They just want to know how, how they feel when they're around you. And it makes all the difference in the world. Think about the people that you like to be around the most. And aren't it, isn't it the people that make you feel good about being in the room? Um, and there's certain people that come to mind right now, and I'm thinking, I want to be more like that person. Yes, I want to be more like God for sure. But I want to be more like that person because I really like how I feel. I feel valued. I feel special. I feel like I matter. And don't we all want to feel that? Don't we all want to feel special and valued? Yes, we do. And it has to feel genuine. It can't be like, oh, how are you today? And you walk away. You don't even wait for the answer. You know, oh, how's your day? How are you doing? Oh, uh, oh, see ya. Bye. And that's kind of what happens sometimes when we ask the question. People don't really want to know the answer. They're just doing the what's up kind of thing. So uh, on the first part of the show, I was talking about our bucket list and making it. And I have to tell you that I'm very excited about doing that. And I hope it creates an excitement inside of you. I hope it lights a fire. You know, because we need to dream again. We need to have goals again. We need to not let that fire get snuffed out. And if you're feeling humdrum, this is for you. This is something you can do. And the other thing you can do is look for somebody who needs you, somebody that needs your attention, somebody that needs help. I have another business associate friend who's having some nose uh, septum stuff done today. And I said to him, I said, look, if you need anything, you call me. He looked at me in surprise. Like, I, I wasn't serious, and I said, no, I'm really serious. If you need anything, you take care of your dog, you know, take your child somewhere, anything you need, just let me know. And he's like, man, that means so much to me that you would really offer, because I really think you really mean it. And I said, of course I mean it. I wouldn't say that if I didn't mean it. So we need to be there, don't we? Isn't it special when you have a need and you don't have to ask? Somebody's already saying, let me help you. Isn't that great when you have someone like that? So let's be there for one another, can we? So if we want to get out of this humdrum survival mode, and yes, it's still here. We understand that. And people have different ways of managing how they manage, what they're feeling, how they're thinking. You know, everybody has a different way of dealing with situations. And we have to be sensitive to that. Like people, people right now with the business, they'll say, how's your business doing? I said, it's doing great. Could it do better? Sure. I need people. I need people. And not just anybody. I need the right people. I need the best people, the right people to fill in the slot so that we can move forward and upward. We want to grow. We want to be the best, the best, the best. Always the best. And it takes work. It takes the desire to want to be the best. If you know anybody that's needing a career, not a job, Please contact Ecola. Go to termitelady.com and we'll be happy to talk to you. Uh, if you're already pest control termite licensed, we really want to talk to you. 
because um, we have openings that we just need to get people in place right now. And the opportunities are amazing. And we'll grow together. And we'll get more together. And we just really want you to come on board. So termitelady.com if you know anybody that's looking for a career. And we have offices from San Diego up to San Luis Obispo. So anywhere in there, we have offices. Okay? So focus on the good times. Who wants to do that? This is by Rick Warren. I thank God for the help you gave me. Philippians 1.5. Paul wrote the book of Philippians to the church that he started in Philippi, where a woman named Lydia <laughs> opened up her home and, along with others, welcomed Paul to the city. The Philippian church even helped fund Paul's missionary journeys. Paul says, I thank God for the help you gave me. The thing is, Paul didn't have a good time in Philippi. In fact, it was one of his roughest churches to get started. When Paul went to the city to start a church, he was beaten, whipped, humiliated, falsely arrested, and thrown into prison. He even survived a major earthquake. Then he was politely asked by the city leaders to leave town. Yet Paul told the believers, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Hmm. What is Paul doing there? He is choosing selective memory. Philippi was not a happy place for Paul, and he endured a lot of persecution and suffering during his time in that city. But he chose not to dwell on painful memories. Instead, he expressed his gratitude for the good things that had been done for him and through him. The longer you know someone, the more likely you are to take that person for granted. Look for faults and remember the bad things instead of the good things. Are you still clinging to some painful memories with some people in your life? Maybe you've never let them off the hook. And so you can't enjoy those relationships because you're still holding on to the past. This is so good, people. This is so good, friends. Are you holding on to the past? Your memories are a choice. If you want to hold on to your painful memories, go right ahead. But you're not going to be happy. Paul had a lot of reasons to focus on painful memories of Philippi. Instead, he chose to be grateful for the people in his life and the work God was doing in and through them. When you do the same, God will bless your relationships far beyond your expectations. The more grateful you are, the happier you'll be. Do you believe that? Do you agree? If you want to have healthy relationships, do you? Start with an attitude of gratitude. You will be far happier and enjoy your relationships more if you develop the habit of being grateful for the people in your life. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Think about the people that rub you wrong. Think about the people that are the most difficult. And when you think about them, you've got a name, you've got a face <laughs> right now, do you? Okay, think about the good things. There's got to be some. Because there's good and bad in everyone. And a side note, this is something I've learned, is that when someone rubs you wrong, do an evaluation of yourself. Is there a part of that that you resemble? Is there something in that that is so annoying and you're thinking, hmm, do I do that? Is that a trait I have? And normally what you're going to find, as much as it might hurt, is yes, you do. And that has been a real eye-opener for me, just saying. 
That's why it takes effort on our part to choose to have an attitude of gratitude for the people in our lives. The longer our relationships last, the harder it may be to remember. But we experience an eternal impact on our relationships when we develop the habit of giving thanks to God. When we think of our spouses, children, parents, siblings, neighbors, coworkers, and small group members. Oh, how funny. Um, I told Lydia that I wanted to talk about bucket list, and so she pulled something up here by a lady by Elizabeth Scott. The benefits of a bucket list. Are you ready? It's important to take time for things you enjoy in life. Do you agree with that? Is it important to take time? I think so. Doing things you enjoy can make you feel energized and more relaxed at the same time and help to keep burnout at bay. Traditional vacations bring important benefits for stress management and life satisfaction. But for those who can't spare the time or expense for a week-long trip, staycations are a viable alternative. Fitting more hobbies and fun into your lifestyle can bring a significant payoff as well. One fun and effective strategy for ensuring that you take the time you need for more fun things in life, as well as some important goals you may have, is to create a bucket list or several The idea behind a bucket list is for any deadline, say a list of things you wish to do before you enter your next decade of life or before the summer ends. Creating a bucket list can benefit you in several ways. Here's some of the ways. Getting in touch with your values. When you make a list of all the things you'd like to do, this activity may be a springboard to becoming more aware of what's really important to you. When you start thinking about what you really want to do, You can find perspective on how you are currently spending your time and on what you'd like to be doing. The tie-in energy for things that really matter to you aren't eaten up by the time you put into the things that matter less. Making a bucket list can help you remember what you value the most. Remembering your goals. When we feel we have lots of time ahead of us, a new summer, a new year, a whole lifetime, we may think about what we'd like to do with it, then real life takes over. And we may focus more on our day-to-day goals and less on our goals for fun, excitement, stress relief, or on our long-term goals. I just want to take a moment to just say thank you to you. I don't take you for granted. I'm so thankful that I have this time with you, that I have time that God's set me apart to say I I want you to do this, Sue. And I'm so blessed and so honored that he's chosen me to be on this show. And that he's chosen me to speak to you. And he wants me to express him. And I'm doing that to the best of my ability. We all have things that God wants us to do. And I think that sometimes we need to get out of our way. And sometimes we think we're just not worthy or capable. And I can tell you this, coming from a vulnerable state 11 years ago when I was asked to go to lunch with Mr. Bob Hastings, and I'm sitting at the table and he says, Hey, Sue, I think you're supposed to have your own radio show. Now, I had never thought in my life about having a radio show. My thought that I thought God wanted, and I still think he does, and it just hasn't happened to the maximum of where I picture it, is to be on stage talking to many, many people. But he had a different idea, and maybe it's grooming me and preparing me for that. And I have had some occasions where people have hired me to come and speak. 
but it's not a weekly thing like this radio show. And I think it is prep. Because if you think about this, when I think about people that are on stage, uh, a lot of the times they're on stage and then they write a book or they're on stage and then they get a show or they do a podcast. But I've done just the opposite. (laughs) I've gone a different direction. I've written two books and I've been on the radio for 11 years and I'm running a company and I love all of it. I love all of it. I'm, you know, it's like, it's fun for me. It's passion for me. When I leave this show, I have to tell you that I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted because I really want to do God's will. And I'm listening to the Holy Spirit as I sit here and talk to you because I don't want it to be my words. I've prayed for it to be his words coming through me. I want to be an open vessel to be used for his glory, not mine. This show isn't about Sue Freeze, even though I share my stories. I share my stories not for not any other reason, but that maybe you could relate to something in the story and maybe it's going to maybe penetrate your emotions more than just being head knowledge. Like it's going in your head, but I want it to hit your heart. Change happens when the Holy Spirit can get into your heart. That's when it happens, I think. You know, just like forgiveness, it happens. We we choose in our head, but the heart thing, it, it, it comes later a lot of the times. But sometimes that true change is when it's in the heart. And um, like I always know, like Holy Spirit, I know Holy Spirit's really touching me when I cry. You know, it's like when my emotions switch gears like that, I know it's the Holy Spirit that's really getting there. It's really hitting me in a deeper level. And I think that's amazing and I love it. And I'm never going to prevent that from happening because I believe, you know, I'm, I want the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, come, come, Holy Spirit, be in me. All the time I want, I want to have your presence with me all the time. You know, pray without ceasing. I want the Holy Spirit with me all the time. I want to be aware. I want to, I want to know what he wants all the time. So remembering our goals, creating, uh, getting creative. Nothing gets creative juices flowing like a good brainstorming session. Creating a bucket list can help you tap into the creative part of you that dreams bigger, nurtures your inner child, and makes life more worthwhile. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. I can't wait to do this. I can't wait. But it takes effort. It takes where you pull yourself out of your busy schedule. Take You have to have that pen and paper or whatever you're going to do to write. And just take the time. When I watched the show last night, it was like I just started chuckling inside. It kind of got me all excited because I'm like, oh, she's so right. And it kind of woke me up. And I'm hoping this, I'm hoping this wakes you up. And I'm hoping doing this exercise is going to get you stirred up and get your passions flowing and get get that fire burning again so we can just get moving. Let's get moving. Let's do some special things for God. And let's be revived. We just need to revive ourselves in our spirit. I was different this morning when I came to work than I was yesterday. Part of that was because of my hour of prayer time for the 21 days of prayer that I've decided and committed to do because somebody invited me. And it, it changes you. That time with the Lord changes you. Every day, you can stay inspired to put those dreams and plans into action. Are you going to do it? Here's the thing that I've learned is that you can make a decision. You know, you can hear something and go, oh, you know, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I should do that. I should do that. I should do that. How about I'm going to do that instead of I should or I'm going to try I'm going to try. Trying never happens. Do you know that? 
It's like, I will. I will do that. I'm going to do that tonight. Those are words that your brain hears, and it will follow. Action will follow. But if you say, well, you know, I'm going to think about it. Oh, I get frustrated with that. Not too much thinking, not enough doing. Let's just do. Enjoying life. Simply creating the list can be fun. Sharing your list with others, revisiting your list over time, and checking off your experiences as you collect them can all be ways to enjoy life more and share the fun. Keeping track of peak experiences. That could be in your Bible or it could be on your bucket list or whatever. Creating a bucket list can be inspirational. While you may not complete every item on your list, you will likely complete some and get more out of your life than if you hadn't created the list at all. These are the experiences you may remember the most in life that may change who you are in a positive way. However, you use your, check, your bucket list, they can be a positive experience that can be utilized to fit your needs. Creating a bucket list can also relieve stress and enhance your life. Three steps to reveal your blind spots. Are you ready for blind spots? I'm going all over the place, but you know, that's kind of how I roll. I roll. I multitask and I multi-think. You know, it's just the way it is. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. That's Psalm 139. And you know what? That's my favorite verse. And that's going to be on uh, something when I die. I mean, that is it. It's like, you know, Lord, please search me and know me, O God. And if there's any evil way, pluck it out. Show it to me so that I can do something about it. Or Lord, you take it from me. Just pluck it. Take it away from me, please, Lord. Your natural tendency is to lie to yourself. You believe your feelings, though your feelings aren't always accurate. You believe your thoughts, though your thoughts aren't always the truth. This is because we all have blind spots, which are attitudes or weaknesses we cannot see or refuse to see, even though they cause conflict with others. You know what I'm talking about here. You know what I'm talking about. So how can you see beyond your self-deceptions to the truth? Here are three simple ways you can get started on working on your blind spots. Are you ready? First, ask God for clarity. Pray. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. The Bible says the heart is deceitful, so ask God to remind you of what is true about him and about you. Ask him to help you trust him. After you've asked God for clarity, ask some trusted Christian friends or family for help. God puts people in your life to help you because they see things in you that you can't see. They can see your blind spots just like you can see theirs. Proverbs twelve fifteen says, fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. If you think you can work on yourself by yourself, then that in itself is a blind spot. That is self-deception. Fools think they need no advice, but the wise listen to others. Then ask Jesus to change you. Jesus says, I am the truth, John 14, 6. And the Bible says the truth will set you free. So the closer you are to Jesus, the more your life will be filled with the truth. That means you're going to be less vulnerable to self-deception as you walk in the light of God's truth. God's truth helps you see yourself and others as you really are. Jesus said in John 9, 39, I have come into the world to give sight to those who are spiritually blind and to show those who think they see that they are blind. He wasn't talking about physical blindness. He was saying, I've come to earth to help you see your blind spots and to help you get your sight so that you can see yourself as you really are. God can deliver you from your hidden faults, blind spots, and self-deceptions. Ask him for clarity. Ask some trusted Christian friends or family for help, and then ask Jesus to change you. The truth will set you free. 
Okay, that's two times I've said that, and it's good. And the last one is positive prayer produces strong relationships. So all of those things there, those are things that you need to do and you need to ask for help. You cannot just do it on your own, okay? Choose your friends wisely. Choose your family wisely. Use the people that you know are going to give you good advice and not deceive you any further, okay? Positive prayer produces strong relationships. Do you believe that? As this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God, Philippians 1.9. Paul didn't just pray for people in his life. He prayed for them with joy. Do we pray for others? Do we pray for our enemies? Do we pray for ourselves? I hope so. 21 days of prayer is a good thing to do for anyone. Uh, he says to pray without ceasing, but this is a, a committed time to um, just learn who he is and who we are in him. It's a very good time. So listen, I'm hoping this has been helpful for you. Please connect with me by going to Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. I welcome any information that you could give me if you need prayer, whatever it is. Um, I really want to talk to you. And if you'd like to be on this show, I'd love to hear from you, too. We all have a story, and we can help each other out, can't we? Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. Bye. Ah, it's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS.